Hey everybody, it's your man John Constantine, the host of Chatting with the Constantins. We have an excellent show today. In studio, my daughter, Destiny Constantine, is going to be chatting about her poetry, her writing tips, and much more. All coming up. I have a question for you. Do you love reading cozy mysteries or young adult novels? Do you want to learn and improve your writing skills? Check out Destiny's new blog, Destiny's Magical Creations, where you will find stories, poetry, book reviews, recommendations. It can all be found on Destiny's Magical Creations on our website at ConstantinBooks.com. This episode is sponsored by Destiny's Magical Creations. Please go check it out only after this episode. Hey everybody, it's your host John Constantine. Welcome to Chatting with the Constantins. Today in studio, she needs no introduction. She's my daughter, Destiny Constantine. Going to give you some excellent tips on writing poetry. Welcome, Destiny. Hi, everyone. I'm here's co-host again. So, I hope you're enjoying the nice fall day. It's a little cloudy here, but the sun's peeking up. Well, since you all loved my writing tips from a couple weeks ago, I decided to share my other adventure writing and learn how to write poetry. So, so how'd you become to write poetry, kid? We got it all day. <laughs> um, I know, even though I'm a writer, I never met myself writing poetry. Um, but coffee house writers, uh, where I write short stories, uh, baking articles, um, gave me the opportunity to join their poetry team. And I decided to give it a try. Now, Poetry was never an interest to me because I always thought it had to be uh, really structured. Um, that it had to follow a certain rhyme, a certain stanza scheme. Um, that there was more rules to writing poetry than writing a fiction piece or any other work of literature. But I was completely wrong. Yes, poetry can be structured. But it can also be written freely, depending on what type of poetry you have your mindset on writing. Um, there's, I'm probably going to say this wrong, but there's haku poetries. There's poetries that are written in certain stanzas, uh, volume, rhythm, uh, with sound of music, uh, an ABAB rhyming scheme. There's a whole bunch of different options. Um, I have not learned how to do a structured poetry yet. Um, I write more freestyle, um, and I just let words flow on the page uh, with some assistance. Um, I have a wonderful poetry mentor at Coffee House Writers, and she has taught me a lot. 
Um, her name is Kalpina Charles. She's also a writer for Coffee House. She has wonderful stories, um, inspiring pieces, um, mostly um, kind of lifestyle motivation articles, but she does write stories as well and does a whole bunch of beautiful poetries. Um, that's um, not just about emotions, but life inspiring as well. Um, now, I, I fell in love with poetry because, um, a while ago I was having trouble, um, dealing with some personal health problems, but it's a great outlet for expressing your feelings and putting those experiences into words. My first ever written poem um, is going to be published at the end of this year in Coffeehouse Writers Anthropology. I am very proud of it, even though it's something I never imagined writing. Um, it is very raw, but it allowed me to open up my feelings about um, my health and some of the challenges that I have to face. Um, so my first poem is called My Body Feels Like a Roller Coaster. That's an excellent poem, guys. I cried when I read it. And um, I'm very proud of her for expressing her pain and how she's feeling because she's always been very shy about things. So... It's at ConstantinBooks.com underneath her poetry section on the website. So it's an excellent read. I recommend that one. So I'm very proud of it and I can't believe it's going to be featured in the anthropology. Along with the anthropology, I have my first two murder mystery. No, I'm sorry. My first murder mystery story being published. Murder by a Cupcake. And I have a little bit of a secret church story going in there um, that I'm not going to reveal right now because it's still being edited. But Ooh, secrets? <laughs> you really can't tell Dad about the secrets? Dad already knows about the secret. I do? And I don't want everybody else to know. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sworn to secrecy by the father and daughter code. You never want to break that. Um, but I'll give you one hint. The piece is connected to the young adult novel I'm working on. Um, and pretty soon, um, I would make, be making an announcement about that as well. Um, what's going on? Daddy wants to know what's up. <laughs> I'm working on several projects right now, but one project at a time. What else you working on? What else you working on? I, I got seven projects. Right you got seven projects? Wow. Any good ones? Yeah. Yeah, you gonna share? You gonna spill the tea on chatting with the Constantins? I don't know. Yo, you know what I want to talk about? Is that little mystery story you've been doing about Stuart Lennox, how I started something and you turned it into something amazing? Oh my God, guys, you have to check out the Mysteries of Lennox. 
I believe the newest uh, update is out on our website at constantinbooks.com. Give it a read. It has so many twists and turns. Oh my God. You'll want to get a cup of coffee and a sandwich and just, you'll just get lost reading, reading about it. Yes. The ninth installment was published at Coffee House last week and they just put the installment on my blog, Destiny Medical Creations, yesterday. Destiny's Magical Creations? Ooh, I say go there and give it a read. So, the Lennox Mystery, I can't believe I'm going to say this, I've been working on the story for a year now. It's actually going to be a year this week. Um, wow. Last year at this time, I published the first part of it. Um, it has, it's a short story, but it's a short story series. Um, there's nine sections. All of them can be read on Coffeehouse Writers. And I'm slowly adding each chapter to the blog as well. Um, the student Lennox mission is my first murder, no, my second murder mystery, I'm sorry. Um, but it tells the story of a detective named Stuart Lennox. Um, Dad helped me come up with the name. Because um, Dad and I are both computer nerds. We love the coding and programming and all that. So we thought it fit our character. Uh, since he graduated from MIT. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he keeps having visitation dreams. Um, and out-of-body experiences and has a feeling in his gut that his grandmother's death wasn't natural. That she was murdered or someone committed contempted murder. Um, So each dream he has, it gives him a clue. Um, So right now in the story, he is in New York City with his buddy Harry and they're trying to get access to confidential files from the headquarters of FBI. Um, the fi- He believes the files is going to give him some information about his grandmother past. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but in a pre- in previous section, um, he discovered a acquaintance of his grandmother named Arthur and he believes Arthur is connected. Um, so please, if you enjoy reading murder mysteries, please check it out. Um, I think it's a fun story that I've been working on, and I really love it because I'm a really fan of Hallmark mystery movies, um, especially War Tea Garden because I'm a big fan of Candice Bray. Um, so Did I we just watch the new one over the weekend? <laughs> yes. That was awesome. <laughs> Um, so if you do enjoy reading Murder Mysteries, please check it out. It's got some science fiction in there. Um, there's, um... Computer stuff in there? Computer stuff in there. Um, please have quarters, um, crime fiction. Um, so if you enjoy all that, then please check it out. Guys, it's a really good read. I, I read almost every uh, series that she puts out, I just have to catch up on the new ones because they're they're really amazing. 
So I recommend it. Go check it out at uh, ConstantinBooks.com underneath uh, Destiny's Magical Creations. Give it a read. It's a good one. Okay. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked. Um, but Dad's excited because I've been working on several writing projects. Um, I I got to give the listeners what they want, kid. You know how this works. Yes, I do know how this works because you and I have been interviewed a few times. Yes, yes, we have. And they all want the, the good details and that's what we're trying to bring. But a lot of times, guys, you have to be surprised and you're like, oh, my God, that was in there. They didn't talk about that. Oh, I got to go get that one. Um. You know, I was talking about um, poetry is something I'm still experimenting with, um, but I had the opportunity earlier this month uh, to write a poetry with my poetry mentor, and I was very honored and surprised that she said she actually wanted to write something with me. Uh, That's awesome. I'm not, yes. Yes, I enjoy writing poetry and I love what I write, but it's still surprising to me that I'm able to. Um, I guess I never imagined doing poetry. Desi, um, <laughs> you can do anything you want to. You can, as long as you put your mind to it, the world is yours. So I'm proud of you for that. Really am. So, um, so as I said, um, poetry is a wonderful outlet if you want to try. Um, the first time I wrote poetry, I was writing it like a journal entry um, until I learned the proper formatting. Um, but yes, um, poetry can be structured or written freely, depending on what type you're looking for to read. So, my first tip about writing poetry is get inspired. So, find your inspiration. Um, I get inspired by the littlest things sometimes. Um, Sometimes I can be watching a movie or reading a book by one of my favorite authors. Something clicks inside my head. Um, Sometimes I get ideas by just talking to my friends. Um, Even dad. Even dad. Um, and sometimes, um, this will be part of my young adult novel, but, um, sometimes when I sit on the porch or look out the living room window, we get this cute little birdie that comes to visit us. Um, I think he's a robin. He's a little small bird with a little red belly. Um, I think it's a robin. He likes to come visit our house once in a while. And... That gave me an idea um, in my novel that you'll see soon. How soon? <laughs> How soon? When? I'm excited. I don't have a date for the listener yet. Well, we got to figure one out because they got to want to know. I know they want to know. Lots of people want to know. You should see all my writing friends and coffee house writers. Um, all the bloggers, all the people who follow me, 
Everybody's excited. Dad's super excited. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm really proud of my daughter and everything she's accomplished. And it, it just brings a tear to my eye. God honest truth. Everything she does is an inspiration to me. Hey, um, did you see Monday Night Raw? It was so boring. I think me and you fell asleep watching it. I didn't watch wrestling. Because it was that boring, right? No. I was busy working. Yeah? Uh, yeah, she's a working girl, guys. Besides tutoring me, she does a lot of other great things. And she she's made a difference in a lot of people's lives. Let me tell you. Especially mine. <laughs> She really helped me out with uh, with my writing skills and make me stronger. Um, I just can't say enough about my daughter. Um, even though she's in a wheelchair, she she does everything like um, walking on two legs. She 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 never gives up. She she just keeps moving forward and uh, she's doing wonderful. I tell you one thing. Um, it gets challenging sometimes. I do have very some moments where I don't feel like myself, um, but the most important thing is to never give up. That's my motto for the last almost 10 years, um, and you always have to keep pushing forward and know that there's always a bright light at the end of the tunnel. That's true. That's gospel right there, y'all. And I, and the best thing Dwayne Johnson ever said, I have to quote him on this, is when he was cutting a wrestling promo, promotion, promo, and he says, just bring it. And when my daughter gets challenged or up against a brick wall, I always say, Destiny, what does daddy always tell you? She's like, I know. I want to hear the word. She, she always says, just bring it. And it all falls into place and everything works out. So that's one of my great dad um, pep talks to get her through uh, some rough times. Okay. Now, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and dad hugs always work too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, I'm not going to lie. Poetry is challenging to write. Then writing a story or any work of fiction. But it allows you to be open-minded and wrong your word choice. Um, so my first tip was find your inspiration. My second one is to know your goal. Um, even if you are not writing poetry and you're writing a story, ask yourself why you are writing what you're writing. Knowing um Knowing your goals um, will help you make those writing decisions, um, like word choice and the style of your writing. Um, do you want to capture a special moment? Do you want to describe the beauty of nature? Do you want to send a message to your readers? Do you want them to feel inspired, sadness, happiness? Um, those are some of the questions to ask yourself, especially with poetry, 
because poetry is written in an emotional sense and it inspires others and you when you read your work of poetry you always have um, either a heartwarming feeling or you can feel the writer's uh, emotions and draw a connection to it. But before you begin to write, determine a clear vision for your poem and keep in mind as you create your verses. A clear goal will allow you to choose the right literary devices and images for your poem. It's also true if you're writing a work of fiction. Okay, the third most important thing, this is for writing stories and for poetry, is strong imagery. A reader is not going to see what you see if you don't describe it with visual details, figurative language. You need to incorporate imagery. Can't you do that by word choices when you're writing as well? Yes. So, it's important to show your readers about a moment or experience instead of telling them. You want to show them, not tell them. Make them feel as if they're experiencing what you are creating. Let them be a part of the story. And I think that's where your imagination gets away from you. Because reading a story is kind of like taking an adventure. Which is kind of cool. To describe to the readers what's happening. Use vivid descriptions to appeal to the reader's senses. And use figurative language like metaphors and similes to create imagery in your writing. The second... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm on number four already. Poetry tip number four. This is fun, ain't it? <laughs> yes. Use concise, concrete language. Describe things we can feel or sense, whereas abstract language describes concepts or feelings. Um, using words will allow you Using concrete words will allow the reader to get a much clearer idea of the events you are describing. Sensory details will aid in the reader's imagine of what the person sees, hears, and feels. So think about your senses. Think about sensory details. Now wouldn't that be like taste, smell, sight? Mm-hmm. Oh, see? You're teaching me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like, um, uh, while we were, while I was working on the fall poem with my pantry mentor, which is already out, so you guys can read it already on Coffee Housewares and on my blog. Um, it's called Destiny's fall Magical Fla- Creations. It's called Fall Flavors. Um, I don't know if any of my fans know this or not. You might. But I'm also a passionate baker. Oh my god, guys. Oh my god. Um, my mom's just watering about thinking about her bakery right now. It's a good thing that we got a fresh pot of coffee on. Um, she made me a birthday cake this year. Oh my god. But she also cooks gluten-free, which is which is nice because stomach issues and gluten-free is good for that to help to help with the digestive system but she made me a big cupcake 
that was so moist. Oh my god. I want one now just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. Uh, I am making dessert this week. I'm working on a cheesecake. What? Cheesecake? Oh my god. Cheesecake? She makes good cheesecake, cupcakes, cakes, cookies. Oh my god. There goes my diet. <laughs> and my blood sugar. <laughs> um, well, fall is one of my favorite seasons. This is time of the year is my favorite because um, I get to have pumpkin spice lattes and um, everything pumpkin spice. Um, cinnamon, nutmeg, and the coffee and pie. I just love pumpkin spice and apples and fall. So, um, my poetry mentor says, uh, we, since we know you love baking, let's add a, a little, we talk about my favorite moments of fall, so the leaves changing colors, how there's different feeling in the air, um, you know, the cool breeze, um, so we added fall spices oh, in there, in the poem, so that's an example of sundry details. Um, the hardest thing that I had to learn about poetry is I got this wrong for the longest time. I always had to do edits when it came to punctuation. As a writer, I wanted to um, use periods and commas and some all the proper punctuation. That's not good, right? <laughs> but punctuation. Punctuation. Is- Punctuation is not always necessary for writing poetry. Why is that? Uh, well, if you have a period uh-huh. at the end of each line of the stanza, right? It slows the flow of the poem. Oh, you have flow on there? Yes. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Kind of like a good beat that flows through gotta keep the rhythm going right yeah like a song the beat of the rhythm of the night (laughs) (laughs) so a period represents a stop sign and allows the reader to be fully stopped but it's only necessary to use the period at the end of the poem letting the reader know that the poem has ended Um, commas commas are not always necessary but commas are good if, you want to take um, a break? Breathe? <laughs> yes, breathe. But also, if you're changing stanzas or thoughts in the poem. So, a comma is a speed bump in the middle of a thought. It tells the reader to slow down and give them a little pause in their speech. But you only use a comma when necessary in writing. When you read a line or stanza out loud and you need to take a breath, place a comma in that area. So, as you're reading back your lines of poetry, see where you need to take a breath, and that's where the comma should go. It's not always necessary to put a comma after each line. No? And at first, I thought that. Oh. But I was wrong. (laughs) So, so you're wrong on something? When you're 99% right on everything else? Yes. (laughs) 
The first time I wrote poetry, it was a hot mess. My words were in disorder. It didn't flow smoothly. I used the wrong punctuation. Um, but it was my first shot at it. So somebody had to teach you the right way? Yes. Wow. And now look at you. You're teaching millions and millions. Yeah. And making it fun at it. Yes. Because uh, that's why I love you. Okay. I know. So, um, also, um, you know how you um, type in word and then automatically each... Uh, sentence, the first letter of the first word always turns capital. Yeah. Well, capitalization has different rules in poetry. Why is that? So, depending on the type of style of poem right? I write free, right? So... Freestyle? Yes, freestyle writing. It's kind of like breakdancing? Freestyle? I don't know about breaks. <laughs> <laughs> break dancing freestyle <laughs> let it go uh, yes or as you would say daddy style freestyle yes um so to keep with the format being consistent mm-hmm. um you will find in my poems that the letter the first letter of each word in each line is capital like you would see in a sentence but it's not necessary to do that if you if you want a different style. But now, ain't it true? In any poetry, you can tell by the poet's style of how they write? Yes. So that's your style. Proper. Yes, that's my style. Proper. Um, hey, guys. We're learning together. This is awesome. <laughs> yes. I Because I'm kind of like a perfection. Yes, she that's is. Perfection. I like everything proper. And organized. And Remember organized. that. Organized. Yes. I am a very organized person. Um, so capitalizing the first letter of each line is a old poetry tradition. Um, but it brings consistency to your poem. And it also symbolizes a new thought or idea. Um, which if you read any of my poems, you will see that in every single one. That is my signature trademark. Um, capitalizing the first letter of each line um, to symbolize new thought. Yeah, that's my trait. Um, but in poetry, punctuation creates an effect. Rather than fiction, it's more writing full base. Um, so that's why punctuation is not um, so formatted in poetry as it is in a story or writing an essay. Um, po- Punctuation and poetry creates an effect. That's why it's used um, sparingly and not as writing rule based. I should let you look at my poem I wrote a long time ago. Uh, Live for the moment. That was during my depressed years when my grandmother, father, aunt, everybody that I love passed away, and that's how I dealt with it. I just wrote a poem. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> well, that's why they say poetry is the best outlet for expressing your feelings and putting those things to words. Because um, if you are the type of person who, or like me, bow up their feelings or 
always don't have the words to express themselves or if you like journaling um, that's why they say poetry is the best outlet to do those things um, but, but what have I always told you you can come talk to dad or mom right yes but sometimes you need to figure out what's bothering you first or how to say it before you're able to actually talk it out with someone that's true but no matter what, though, you can still come to us and talk to us. Yes, I know. Are you sure I about that? I have a good support system. That's right. I have the best parents in the world. God has granted me the best family I could ever hope for. And the bestest of friends. And they're all my rock to get me through challenges. This is true. And um, it's been really challenging uh, and it's COVID not to see everybody. I miss my monthly dinner parties with my friends, but hopefully soon uh, my diploma will be coming in the mail and I can throw myself a little uh, graduation soiree. <laughs> graduation slash <laughs> birthday party because I'm really looking forward to celebrating. To, um, to put all that hard work to end. And show something for it, which is awesome. I really look forward to celebrating and seeing my friends because I miss everyone so much. Now, you know we're limited, right? So yes, we got to send out special invitations. I know. I That's know we're limited. I know. But at least I get to see a few people. Hey, we can always do a Zoom. Yeah, we could. We can do a Zoom party if you want. I really want to try and make a pink champagne cake. A pink champagne cake. <laughs> I gotta see this. My guys, my daughter is so creative when it comes to baking. Man. It's probably because I watched too much food network. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Netflix has made me really happy because they put all my British baking episodes on there and Sugar Rush and nailed it. They put, they put all my. Uh, I'm lucky I get a lot of baking shows. 5% of TV time to watch football and wrestling. But I really enjoy watching that stuff with with us, especially um the Hallmark channels. I'm, when is our show coming back on Chesapeake Shores? Uh, it got postponed because of the virus, so. Not until next summer. What the bejeebas? Oh, the voice is back on, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to catch up on that, don't we? I watched the premiere yesterday. Oh. Invest in a DVR, guys. Because a lot of the fall shows are coming back. Like uh, SWAT, um, SEAL Team, which I love to watch. Um. Oh. AEW Dynamite on TNT, guys. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's Wrestling Wednesday. It's A-Dub Day. Yeah, it's no more Hump Day. It's <laughs> A-Dub Day. <laughs> Bye-bye, WWE. <laughs> hey. What do you mean, hey? That show's getting ridiculous. I like my WWE, too. <laughs> yeah, but, you, but we always fall asleep watching it. Well, I get tired. I take naps. <laughs> I know. That's a good time to take a nap, though. Then I gotta rewind the matches I wanna see. 
Yeah, that's true. Oh, did you see the Braun Strowman and Keith Lee match, guys? Man, I told you that was going to happen. So what else you want to talk about, honey? Well, that's about it. I just wanted to tell him that um, my two most recent poems are Summer Sweets and Fall Flavors. Um, so Summer Sweets um, was published a few weeks ago. It's the uh, end of the summer poem with all favorite memories. Give it a read, guys, at ConstantinBooks.com underneath Destiny's Magical Creations. Um, I think my favorite line I put in there is um, Summer, it's putting your toes in the sand and reading a good book. Because, um, of course, I am a book lover. Um, <laughs> she is. And a book blogger. She um, is. So she, that, she writes so good blogs, guys. So that's my favorite line in that one. And then my fall flavors is all the things I love about the fall season, including my pumpkin spice. So that's my favorite line in there. Uh, and uh, I need to figure out my ideas for next month's poem. Uh, but I'll figure it out eventually. Um, this week, I am working on a new baking article for Coffee House. So, What's it about? Um, so, stay, so stay on the lookout for my new cheesecake I'm trying. Apple pie topping cheesecake. So, um, stay Ooh. on the lookout for that recipe article. I'll, I'll let you know after I taste it. <laughs> I'll do a bonus episode on that. Um, that will be coming out shortly. Um... That should be, I think, if I can get in by tomorrow, should be next week's article. Um, I made a silly mistake when I went shopping earlier. I didn't buy enough ingredients. So, um, cheesecakes take me a little longer to make than I thought. But it's going to be delicious. It's going to be like eating a New York style cheesecake and apple pie put together. Like I said, I'll do an <laughs> extra episode on 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 the tasting i'll let you know <laughs> um well i hope you enjoy listening to my writing segment again this week um so remember if you do want to try poetry think about your inspiration uh think about your grammar and word choice and don't forget about the sensory details to give your readers a vivid image um, please check out my poetry on Coffeehouse Writers and on my blog. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Please feel free to leave a comment in the comment section. Um, if you have any questions or if you want to tell me that you like the story, anything like that. Um, tell me your favorite fall moments, um, whatever you like. Um, it was a pleasure speaking with all of you today. Um, and I'll try to work out some more writing tips for all of you uh, for my next writing segment. When are you coming on? Next week? I don't know about next week. But... <laughs> you know these shows are fun when you come on, right? Yes, I know, but I'm still trying to get used to podcasting. It's awesome though, right? Yes, it is fun. Well, guys, we've been in studio. 
with the amazing Destiny Constantine, who loves her writing, her poetry, her baking, and much more. And please check out ConstantineBooks.com and look for Destiny's Magical Creations on the site. And if you're new to listening to our podcast, welcome. And if you've been listening, thank you so much for listening, your support. Please subscribe to the the show and we'll talk, chat with you in the next one. And remember, never give up no matter how many obstacles life throws in your pathway and just keep moving forward and never back down from anybody. And I would like to thank my amazing daughter for stopping by the studio and joining us today. And hopefully we can uh, get her back on next time. And destiny, thank you for stopping. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. You know you're killing me right now, right? <laughs> oh, I stole some of that airtime again this week. You didn't steal nothing. I'm the one. You're the one that says, Dad, I want to come on the show. I got to put you on the show. I know. Well, I thought everybody enjoyed the rankings from last time, so I share some more. I know. So, guys, Destiny gave some uh, great tips about poetry. And, again, we'll chat with you in the next one. Have a good day. <laughs>